Hello, Mama. Welcome back to the Rooted Working Mom Show. Experiencing today's show with you is one of the reasons I started this podcast. I want you to think of how would you answer these questions? Who am I? Who does God say I am? And who is my child created to be? Today, we're diving deep into helping you answer these questions and find your true identity in Christ for both you and your children. This episode kicks off part one of a three-part series where we explore and learn our identity in Christ with my God-led friend, Bethany Johnson. Partnered with the Holy Spirit, the next three have the power to radically transform your life. Bethany is a mom of seven. She has an incredible story of being a mama of one while widowed when pregnant with her second. Through growing in her relationship with Jesus, she met her Boaz and married him. Her husband, Wayne, adopted her two babies and she took on the role of bonus mom to his two. Through God, God's leading, they had three more children and have a total of seven altogether. Bethany was an elementary school teacher. She has a master's degree in both education, entrepreneurship, and then also has a reading endorsement. She is committed to helping parents become healthy and whole mentally and physically to be at their best for their children and callings. Bethany and her husband now lead a multi-million dollar business. One of their greatest joys is helping people know their identity. Bethany has followed God's leading in growing her understanding of identity, and she has engaged in identity courses that are Holy Spirit-led. Her passion as a mom is equipping mothers in knowing their God-given identity so they can go out in the world and empower it as they truly know the calling of being a mom and how God has strategically positioned us to be moms in such a time as this. She helps moms know who they are so they can go out in the world and heal others. As healed people, heal people. As mothers who are whole, who can then impact wholeness and help our children know their identity so they know their God-given calling and walk out the reason God has placed them here in this time. But real quick, before we get into all the goodness, I wanna invite you, if you haven't already joined us, come over and be a part of our Facebook community, the Rooted Working Mom community. I created it just for you. It's a safe space for us to collaborate, connect, be inspired, and grow alongside other mamas just like you. We even have fun giveaways and pray for each other. Come join us at bit.ly forward slash rooted working mom community. Hey, sweet mama, welcome to the Rooted Working Mom podcast. If you've been in a space of overwhelm, exhaustion, struggle, and feeling like you're just not enough, maybe you feel the tug to step into your authority as a present mom and wife while still pursuing your career, but you're just unsure how to integrate everything with more peace and intention while staying partnered with God, and you're truly ready to figure out who God is calling you to be in your life then this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm Cynthia, Executive Director, both at work and at home, (laughs) entrepreneur, busy mom of two, wife and daughter of the king. This podcast is going to help you find true freedom while resting in Jesus, rising into your authority and raising kingdom builders. Amen. Here in this space, 
You'll be encouraged, empowered, and partnered with Jesus to get breakthrough in your faith, motherhood, wellness, and mindset so that you can have victory as a mama who is resting and living light with joy and fulfillment. You were born for such a time as this. Hi, Bethany. Welcome back to the Rooted Working Mom Show. I am so excited that you're back. I know you were on episode four. It was finding rest as a working mom, and you gave us the number one thing we can do to raise kingdom kids. And so mamas, if you haven't listened to that, please go back and listen to it. It is fire as always with Bethany. And so Bethany is joining us today. She is going to dive in and teach us how to know our children's identity in Christ. It is going to be Holy Spirit led. I can't wait to get in to it with you. Um, welcome, Bethany. Wow. Thank you. Thanks for having me back, you guys. And yeah, how to raise kingdom kids. I believe I shared in there that the number one thing um, that's very freeing in raising kingdom kids is knowing their identity. And so I'm really excited to help give you a moment to really know not just one, but if you have five kids, each and every one of your children's identity, and there's really such a simple, sweet process in it. So today I really would love for you guys to just kind of rest in this. And as you find key things, you're like, Oh, I need to do that. Just take out a pen and paper and write it down, or just let God lead you in what you're supposed to write down and walk your child through. Because the biggest process in this is just releasing the grip that we have sometimes on trying to control the directions our children are going. And we have good intentions, but our human intentions are always out of alignment of God's intentions, which is why we need the spirit to lead. And so I am always walking in this path and I'm excited to delve into it today. So yeah, let's just get started. I'm going to open in prayer if that's all right, Cynthia, because one of the things that I found you know, especially with letting the spirit lead is just asking him, where do we go? And I learned that just for all of you listening through this identity exchange process, this incredible training, um, gosh, back in 2000 something. So over five years ago, and really in this process, it was understanding after the disciples had to continue where they were going after Jesus left, they were like, Lord, what do you want us to know? What do you want us to do? And if you look through acts with those eyes, you realize that's what led their life every single day. So the remaining of the book of the Bible, the guide that maps us out through this world, which we feel is surrounding us with chaos and raising our children, right? All we have to do is ask Holy Spirit, what do you want me to know? What do you want me to do? And that's all they did. And they were always given the right path of direction. And so that's where I'm going to just open us up in prayer. And this is what I personally do when I walk people through the identity exchange, myself through the identity exchange, um, and my children, which we're going to talk about today. And so when I say identity exchange, it's really exchanging the words that we've labeled ourselves with or others have labeled ourselves with, maybe not even on purpose, with the word that God wants to call us. Before we were all birthed into this world, he gave us a name in our spirit 
form in Jeremiah. He's like, I know the plans even before you're here in this world, which means before we're even in the womb, he knows us. So I'm excited to dive into it. And I'm just going to thank God and start by opening in prayer. So Holy Spirit, thank you so much for just your love and your comfort. And I can just feel it right now in this place and how you're always with us, always have been, even before we were formed in our mother's womb. And I just thank you for every single mother here listening as they have a heart posture of just surrender to do your will and yours alone. And with a heart posture like that, none of us can ever fail, Lord. So I thank you for that. I thank you that with you and your power, we always silence the enemy. Any chaos and destruction trying to intervene is cut off by the name of you, Jesus, by your blood, by your protection and your, your sheltering wings. And so I thank you for this time that we can ignite all of these incredible mamas and their babies in knowing who they are and walking that out with strength until our last breath, when we get to see you again, Jesus. So we just love you. And we're grateful for this moment. So let's get started, you guys. Gosh, like I've shared this before. I think um, I have seven kids, two are bonus children, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but the five that I've had and that are in our home, they're all so uniquely different. And we can go through ups and downs with some of them. And I'm sure you guys can feel me on that. But one of the key things that will help us as parents, as moms specifically, when we're having these situations that maybe occur continuously, or we don't know how to encourage our child when we feel like the things they're doing are beating us down or themselves, and we just want to love on them, is we have to stop trying to fix things again in our humanness. We have to pause and ask God. How do we speak life into our children? And so I have many examples, so I'm sorry if I'm jumping around, but I'm first going to give you an example for those of you parents who have children who are able to respond to you. And what I mean by that is some of us are pregnant, so your baby in the womb is unable to speak to you right now. Some of us have little babies who can't talk, and some of us have you know, older children or even grown children. And they may know who God is, but they may not talk to you about God. They may have a hard heart and would not sit down and do this with you. Or there are those who are just away from the Lord and strongly maybe don't even talk to you, choose not to have a relationship. And so my heart goes out to you. The Lord's heart is with you and it's with them. And so God will still show you their identity. So we'll talk about that process later. But for right now, I want to talk about how do we equip our children and knowing their identity while we get to know their identity for the ones who can respond to us. And there's two great examples that I'll share with you guys right now. One is meeting our child in their worst fears. And this one comes to my mind first, because as you can think of little kids, um, maybe go back into your own childhood, you probably had a wild imagination and there are just some things you're afraid to do, or maybe rooms in the house where it's dark and you're like, I don't want to go in there at nighttime. You know, your imagination just gets carried away. And so learning this identity exchange and going through it myself first, knowing who I am, I was able to know how to walk my child through it. Nobody told me to do this. I just felt I need to do this. And this came at a point where my daughter, I'm going to assume maybe she was 10 at the time. She's 13 now. She 
was just deathly afraid of going to sleep. She always would have a light on and she would play worship music. Some of her favorite Lauren Daigle, if you guys have heard that, she just always wanted something going. And I just felt like it was time to have this conversation with her of like, it's going to be okay. But I didn't know where this fear came from inside of her. And so I asked her, and this is where we can meet our child first. We have to ask them, what is the fear that's like overwhelming them? What is the fear that's crippling them? You, you can change the terminology for the age of the child. And I asked her, I said, what is it that makes you scared about going to bed? I mean, you know, God's here with you. And she's like, I know, I know he is. And I'm like, so what makes you afraid? Like, why are you afraid? She goes, I'm afraid that if I go to sleep, I'm not going to wake up. And I was like, good heavens. Like where in the world of this sweet girl hold on to this crippling fear from, and that's where God knows us and he will meet us. And here's the cool thing about being a parent. The Holy spirit may even reveal things to you that your child doesn't even know. And long story short, to just catch you up when I was a couple, maybe two months pregnant, um, a month or two with my second child, my beautiful little 13 year old was two years old, two and a half near, and her dad took his life by choice. So he died by suicide and I have no, I mean, everything that happened was so beautiful, how she was taken care of. I mean, God just had her so well, it was so beautiful, but the Holy spirit revealed to me, this is what God may do with you. He revealed to me in that moment. He said, even though at the funeral, the memorial, there was no body, there was none of that stuff. She could feel and sense death and fear sadness. And so he showed me it was at the memorial. She grew this fear of, I will die if I go to sleep and no one ever told her that. So knowing that was her, that was her like struggle. It was so exciting to get to walk this through of how to find truth in this. So instead of me, mom telling her where this fear came from or how we fix it, I don't get to say anything. I get to walk with her as she walks with Jesus. So that's our key. And so I told her, I said, okay, let's sit here and let's invite Jesus to come here too. Like he's always here, but let's just close our eyes and pray. And you don't have to close your eyes, but for me, my imagination goes better. And I know a lot of kids. So if your kid's eyes are open or yours are, that's great. And I just prayed and I did the same thing. I welcomed the Holy spirit. I welcome his words of wisdom his revelation, whatever words you want to use. And I silence the enemy because he has no power where he is silenced and he is silenced here. And so then we asked Jesus, I said, Jesus, where are you right now? And Adriana saw him sitting on the bed. He was on the bed with us. And I said, okay. I said, I know it like the most beautiful things happen. If we just ask our children to invite him, even though he's there. And I said, now, Adriana, I want you to look at Jesus and I want you to share with him this fear that you have. And she shared the fear. And I said, now I want you to ask Jesus when you're feeling afraid like that, where is he? Like, Jesus, where are you? And that is a pivotal point in our lives when we face a fear and for our children to see that Jesus never abandons us, even when we're so scared. 
And she saw him on the bed with her again. And she's like, he's on the bed with me, like, just like a friend, you know? And I said, now, what does Jesus want you to know? And she goes, he wants me to know that I'm okay. And I said, do you trust that? And she said, yes. And I said, does that still take away all the fear? And actually it didn't. A lot of times it will. I've done this with my other kids and it does. And with her, it didn't. And so we just prayed and I asked Jesus, I said, you know, Jesus, will you, she's handing this to you. Will you take this from her? And he took it from her. And I said, Jesus, will you tell Adriana who she is before she was born? You had a name for her. Who is she? And she just smiled and she was like, I'm loving and I'm joy. And this is from a little girl who people would look at her and probably think that she's sad all the time. And he's like, you're joy. You were joy and you were loving. And all I can tell you is it doesn't mean that like that there's this instantaneous change all the time. Sometimes there is, but she knew who she was at any time we faced a fear moving forward. She was always able to be like, I am love. Jesus says I'm loving. And that's because our identities are what we bring into the world. And so the last piece here that I want to share is even as you do this, this identity exchange, as you can see, we, we share our fear. We share the names that we've labeled ourselves with. We're scared. We're this or that we give it to Jesus. And then we ask Jesus to share with us what is truth and give us a gift in exchange. Because when we give over something that is our belief, it's true to us, but he's like, it's not true though. We have to surrender. And in the surrendering, he can actually bless us because our hands are open to receive. And he tells us what our gift is. And so in the last thing that I'm sharing, you know, Jesus will tell you your identity and your identity is a gift to you and a gift to the world. So for Adriana's case, when she's walking in her identity of love, she exudes love. She is the best mama, mini mama, loving caretaker ever. Like she is just a treasure. And when she is not in love, she's actually in this fear anxiety state because the opposite of love is not necessarily hate. It can come in forms of like a cold shoulder, distant fear love and fear actually opposite. And that's where she'll revert to if she's not in her identity. So same with joy, opposite of joy kind of goes to that fear, that distant paralyzed sadness place. Right? So this way she was always able to continue to walk forward and be like, I am love. Jesus calls me love. And now I am a gift to the world. And this is the last cool thing. When we're all in our identities, we are the body of Christ together. So now even picture all of your children in your home, your spouse, if you're married, you all have identities. Some may be similar, but they're all still very unique. And when you come together, you're actually the superpower, like super powerhouse of identities to do God's goodness because you're the body of Christ as one. That means she gives love to me. She is love. And when she's in her identity, I feel love because her identity blesses the home with love. Right. But when we're in the opposite of our identity, think of this now as parents, we exude that into our home. And that is what we want to be cautious of and not do. So 
I would say you could probably do this with your kids as early as maybe even three years old. Um, my little guy, Joshua was three when I did this cause he was afraid of the dark too. And, um, we did it very simple. Like I said, what makes you scared and where's Jesus and what does Jesus give you as a gift? What does he tell you are? And he saw a train. And so for us as parents, that's for us to ask God, like, what does that mean? But God dropped in my spirit right away. I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's a train. Holy cow. This guy is, he is like unstoppable man. He's on a mission. Like he delivers the goods. Like there's so many good things that come with that. So I hope that that gave a lot of you encouragement on how you can speak, you know, to your child and really speak into them, especially as you see that they're in a place of distress as well. You mentioned this earlier, and there's sometimes where you, as a parent, you can see like this instant shift and change. And that's an extra blessing when that happens, right? Oh, yeah. But just to kind of reinforce, don't give up on it because you don't see the shift right away. Keep believing, keep speaking that identity into your kid because you never know when God is going to do the work, right? You just never know when it's going to shift for them. And so, and sometimes it'll shift and then they, they kind of slip back out of it. And then you have to remind them again, like that's not in your true identity. That doesn't, that doesn't look like love to me or sound like love to me or what maybe whatever their identity is. We're going to pause right there. I hope that it's been such a blessing. If you need to go back and re-listen, because this is such a foundational aspect of our motherhood and us walking out our true calling and helping our children do the same. Please come back next week. We will continue on the conversation. And until then, you would like to get in contact with Bethany, feel free to do that on her Instagram at teacher Bethany. As always, blessing. Love, before you go, if you enjoyed today's episode, it made you laugh or inspired you in some way, I'd be so thankful if you took a quick minute to share it with another working mom and leave me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. It's the number one way you can thank me and hearing from you fills my heart with so much joy. I'd also love to connect with you over on my Facebook community, The Rooted Working Mom. Come join us praying for miracles and victories for you. See you next time.